Hey friends, it's another day of bitch, I don't know what I'm doing, and um, I'm here with you inside my closet, talk to your friends inside the closet, it's an old camp tradition, kind of stupid I know, what's that from, Parent Trap, it's from Parent Trap, um, it's rainy today, <clears throat> I woke up with uh, pain in my neck and shoulders and um, like the base of my head and a headache. And I'm into the idea that all of our physical pain is probably not really based on anything physical but on spiritual shit because typically when I look up the spiritual shit, I'm like, mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I looked up what this might mean spiritually that my neck and base of my head are hurting and yeah it said like I'm getting a download and um that like I'm opening up to a new version of consciousness I guess I'm ascending you guys like thank you um <clears throat> It's like really fun and also extremely painful. So I don't know what I have these days like this where I just am in some physical pain and it's quite odd. Maybe I'm just also getting old. 31 is not that old, but you know what? Everyone's like, oh, when you turn 30, like your body starts falling apart and you're like, okay. And then uh, when you turn 31, that's actually when your body starts falling apart. So don't think that uh, 30 is it. No, 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 no. Just wait one more year. Although maybe uh, next year I'll be saying the same shit. No, no, 32. That's when your body really starts falling apart. You know, guys, you know what? Some shit is, is uh, my knees are pretty fucked from dancing. Go figure. Because when I started dancing, I was 28 and I was a goddamn idiot. And I threw myself on the wood stage floor like, you know, six times a night. And I mean, jam my knees into the floor. And I'm like, why did I do that? I had, I had no idea that this was going to fuck my shit up so bad, or uh, I wouldn't do that. Wish I could go back and tell little baby Olive, please stop, stop immediately. Nobody gives a fuck if you slam your knees into the floor, and you're going to regret that shit in, like, no time. <laughs> and probably for the rest of your life. <clears throat> I used to take care of this. Well, I used to work in senior living, so I used to take care of this old lady who would tell me every day that she played basketball and that's why her knees are fucked and like I just think about her basically every day of my life now because I'm like that's gonna be me except I'm gonna be like yo my knees are fucked because I was a stripper in my day and I made some dope ass money but damn wear knee pads honey wear knee pads my lights just flickered. I know I said it's raining and that could just be because, you know, <laughs> there's a storm and shit. Or maybe my lights are flickering to tell me something. Like maybe that old lady is here with me right now. Are you here with me? I love my old people. I miss that shit. I'm looking into getting into being a death doula now. 
I told my chiropractor that I wanted to be a death doula and he was like, you need to not call it that. You should call it an end of life doula. Let me just pause really quick to say my chiropractor is hot as fuck. I love getting hot people to service me. That shit is nice. Feels good. But anyways, that doesn't matter at all. But I was like, yeah, maybe you're right. And then I thought about it and I was like, no, fuck that. Like, one of the reasons I want to become a death doula is because, at least in America, we have a pretty adverse reaction to death. Like, people are so fucking scared of that shit. And <clears throat> I just don't resonate with that. I've always had a pretty healthy relationship with death. Um, when I was in fifth grade, so I was ten, I had a cousin die. He was five and he had a form of leukemia and uh, he died and it was extremely traumatic for me at that age. And my mom got cancer at the same time and I was like, shit, is my mom going to die? And so this kind of made me, you know, like obsessed with death as one does when faced with some interesting traumatic death in their childhood. And so I quickly became a an odd little goth weirdo and... Like, I remember when I got baptized, because I was indoctrinated from quite a young age, when I got baptized, I think I was in sixth grade, and I came down and I had, like, black lipstick on and I had put in a tattoo of a cross on, like, my neck or something, my face, I don't know, and my dad was like, no, (laughs) you're not doing that, which is, I was so pissed. I'm like, you just let me express myself, dad. Like, this is who I am. Like, why can't you just accept me? Um, which is a theme of my life. Anyways, uh, I don't, so I don't really have a problem with death. And like I said, I worked with, uh, old people for quite a while. I love old people. They're my, they're my fucking jam dude, specifically people with memory disease, like Alzheimer's and dementia people are always like how do you handle that and I'm like I don't know I was just like literally born to handle that because it is just I love it and that sounds fucked up but you get what I mean like I fucking love those people man because they're so like they just say whatever they want and I love it yes honey tell me all this shit like tell me you think I'm ugly and tell me you think I'm never gonna get married because I have too many tattoos like I just love it it's the best Um, because they are just so honest and, uh, they're fun. And I think that obviously it's a group of people that gets neglected and that's fucked up. And if I can bring joy to these people, please, I, I want to, I want to a lot. I did that for quite a many years. I actually went to school for that. I got my bachelor's in gerontology, which makes no sense at all. Like, honestly, (laughs) It doesn't even exist anymore. <laughs> like, uh, they got they got away with that, did away with that, not got away. They did away with that major. It is gone. <laughs> Why the fuck? <laughs> Anyways, transitioning back to death. So, I've watched a lot of people die. For a while, I was a caregiver. I worked in people's homes and at communities and I would be called upon to literally just go sit with people as they died and um that's some powerful shit man that is some powerful shit and it's important it's fucking it's a scary transition like 
I don't want to be alone when that happens. Although I don't know, I'm a pretty solitary person, but a lot of people don't want to be alone when that happens. And if I can provide some uh, comfort to someone during that time, obviously, I want to fucking do that shit. So, enter me being a death doula. And I'm like, nah, I want to call it a death doula because we need to talk about death. We do not talk about death. And that's why it seems so fucking scary because nobody talks about it. It's just like we put our old people in homes, which is fine. I get it. But then, you know, we have them die like behind closed doors and like shut away from everyone. And I don't think, I don't personally think that is how it should be. You know, death should be. Obviously, sometimes there's death that is some fucked up shit and, um, you know, in an untimely manner. It's not okay. But when people are allowed the opportunity to have a good death, they should get that opportunity. We should give that to them. Death is just like another birth, if you ask me. Because... You know, it's just another transitioning period. And who knows what happens after we die? I don't. What do you think happens after we die? I don't know for sure. But I do know that there's something out there. You know? There's something so much bigger than this. That like when we die, we're going to look at Earth and be like, LOL, I can't believe I cared about any of that shit. (laughs) Like, I I kind of subscribe to the idea that this is a video game in a way, right? Well, I subscribe to the idea that we are all God, that God is inside of us, and that we chose to come here to, yeah, basically play a game. And so to do that, we had to fall asleep, right? Right? Because it's not fun if you know that you're God, right? Like if you're playing with Barbies, but you know you're the Barbies and you can do anything you want, like it's not as fun. So we fell asleep as God and we just like come here and do some shit and play some games and like, you know, go in circles. Like I said, did I say that? I'm not, I think I did go in circles and, uh, We die and we come back and all that and we just replay the game, replay the game. And eventually we'll all ascend and become one again because I believe we're all connected. And then we'll be like, cool, this is great. Like this is bliss, unconditional love and wonderfulness. And then we'll be like, and I'm bored. Let's break up again and start the game over again. And we'll do that again. So... I think death is scary for people who believe in hell. And I don't personally believe in hell. It's not. Well, then where do the rapists and the murderers go? I'm not sure. I think they just... They come back and they do another circle. Until they figure their shit out, maybe. You know? Obviously, I don't have all the answers. (laughs) But I just don't personally believe in hell. And hell used to haunt me. Oh my god. When I was a kid it haunted me. Mm-mm. Being indoctrinated from a young age. 
for those of you that don't know, means I was raised incredibly Christian. And, like, this is the only way. And we'll get into that for sure. We'll get into my indoctrination because it played a huge role in who I am. And a huge role in my uh, low self-worth. But, uh, yeah, hell was always super scary. My son is scared of the concept that if we die that there's just nothingness that freaks him out and for me that's not scary because like if there's nothingness then there's just nothingness you don't that's it you just blip out and you wouldn't know right but I can't understand how that's possible because like we fall asleep and we dream and shit right we have consciousness like how does your consciousness just blip out But then how do you, like, how are you God? That doesn't really make sense either, I guess. I think I mentioned this, that I just kind of believe everyone's version of reality is right. Like, yep, that's your version of reality. And I saw this great piece of art by um, P the Fairy on Instagram that said something along the lines and I'm sorry if I fucked it up because she's amazing but it's just something along the lines of like reality is subjective and if you think I'm wrong you're right and I that just really hit me real hard because yeah 100% I think what you believe to be true is the truth and that's what you're going to experience I really try to hold on to this feeling of like bliss and abundance and just the general idea of like everything's working out but you know what more than that I really hold on to this feeling of like wonder and awe at everything and that has changed my life drastically like things that happen I'm just like wow I can't believe that happened like that and like sometimes I'll go out into nature and I just watch the world around me like into actual fucking nature and I watch the world around me and I'm like god damn this is beautiful Ugh, what a beautiful fucking land. And I'm just like amazed by everything, you know? And when you can take that step back and have the the wonder of a child, so to speak, it, um, it just enhances your quality of living. Fucking A, something is happening. Like, I think my kid is breaking some shit. I don't know because it's quite loud. Maybe I should go check on that, y'all. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna be Rob Bayock. I don't know. Wasn't him. Must have been in the hallway of my apartment complex, because he's asleep. He's taking a nap. Oh, I can't wait to be out of this apartment complex. I'm moving in five days, and I'm stoked. We're going to have more space. The most thing I'm stoked about, though, is that I can walk out my back door at my new place and be on the grass. And I can do my fucking yoga on the grass. Because if you do yoga, you know, I mean, maybe this is just me, but it's better on the grass. It's just better when you can feel the earth beneath your feet. (sighs) Maybe I'm just a nature file. Like, I, I fucking love that shit. I love the heat. I love the grass. I love clouds so much. Mm -mm 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 -mm. You know what else 
makes you just have some extreme gratitude for this earth because we all need some gratitude. If you live in a state of gratitude, um, I don't know. It's just it's brought my quality of life up personally when I try and be grateful for shit. There is a song called Song for Sienna by Pashabelle. And you can find a version where it's piano and cello. And it is... Uh, it is uh, life-changing. Like, I cannot listen to that song most of the time without crying from joy and gratitude to be in a world where that song exists. And of course, it's better if you have headphones in, right? You know, music is so much fucking better if you put in your damn headphones. Oh, just like pump it into my fucking brain, bro. Song for Sienna, man thing about song for sienna is i could get very annoying and write a whole dissertation on it um you think i can link that shit in the description if i can i will because it's important i think it can change the world i think it can save your life the thing about song for sienna you guys is that you think that this is the best part through the whole song you're like this is the best part no this is the best part no this is the best part and it just keeps getting better and better and better and then when it finally crescendos ugh, oh it's uh orgasms are great but have you ever sat in the field and listened to song for sienna on repeat bawling your eyes out feeling like god pulse through you because that shit is, uh, that shit is dope. I am into some otherworldly experiences like that, man. Speaking of orgasms, have you ever had, like, a galactic orgasm? Or I don't know what other people call it, but I've only had this experience a couple times where the orgasm is like you break into a million pieces in your body like out of your body it's an out of body experience like I turned into stardust <sighs> shit's amazing that is some good shit so I guess before we were talking about nature and orgasms we were talking about death and old people <laughs> same thing don't you think death is like an orgasm? I do. I do. I think it is. I think that when we die, it's like the most insane bliss. That's just what I personally believe. My friend the other day was like, I hope a bunch of serotonin is coursing through my veins when I die. And I'm like, in my head, I'm like, bitch, it's going to be better than that. It's going to be the best shit. It's going to be like all the ecstasy in the world, I think. It's going to be this huge explosion and then you're going to pop out and be like, oh my god. <laughs> oh my god, this is so much better than I could have ever imagined it to be. That's what I think. <sighs> I've been thinking about death a lot, obviously, because of COVID and uh, because of... Um, you know, George Floyd. And also because, like, suicide has been a weird theme lately in my life. It's been coming up for my child. Not that he's been suicidal, but he's had friends that are. 
And so we've been talking about it a lot. And I can't stress this enough, you guys. Talk to your teens, man. Talk to your teens. My my kid and I, we have a pretty open relationship, I like to think. And the things he tells me, I'm like, man, I could never imagine telling this shit to my parents. They would not, you know. Their thing was like we don't talk about certain things and this is what we believe and if you don't believe this then you're wrong and all that and I really try very hard not to be that way with mine we have differing views on things and I'm like okay that's cool man I respect your beliefs because it really doesn't matter if you believe what I believe what matters is that you can think inside your own head and come up with your own thoughts and feelings about things that you're not just following some crowd like a sheeple that you are deciding what you believe is true for you and then living from that space because that's what's important you gotta do you you know but like all the time (laughs) all the time you gotta do you apparently it is summer solstice today which makes me think of the movie Midsommar that's a great movie you guys should watch that movie that movie Ooh, that's a good ass movie but uh summer solstice and there's like an eclipse I don't even know enough about it today maybe that's why my neck is hurting I gotta go do some yoga and like try and pull that shit in and figure out what's happening because I feel like you know it's a portal or whatever and I need to utilize that portal while it's hot feels weird outside right now it's like I mean it's warm and shit but it just feels kind of empty out there but in a good way there was a day in the couple past weeks where I went outside and I was like fucking a did the earth die and nobody told me it was like all the air had been sucked out of the atmosphere and today it feels like feels like we're on the verge of something Like maybe we're in that in-between space between death and and new life. Just like it feels empty, but it also feels like energy is vibrating under the surface. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe it's just me. Maybe energy is ready to burst through me. I know I'm on the... I'm on the verge of something new and wonderful, but it's frustrating to not know what it is. Anyways, peace and love and all that shit. Live, laugh, and go fuck yourself. (laughs) Mwah.